and welcome back to another episode of Ready Comics Roll. Don't forget, if you enjoy what you're listening to, to like, share, and subscribe. I still couldn't make it to Pokemon Go Fest. I'm still here. I'm Mike. I'm just watching a bad dream I can't wake up from. I'm Anthony. Let the Schwartz be with you. I'm John. And with us today, we have two very special guests. One new and one old. Uh, Mike, the Balrog, street fighting fanboy. And I am an enchanter. There are those who call me Tim. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. A little bit off the wall, but we go for that. So <laughs> with that kind of being a little bit off the wall, we've kind of gone through, and I think especially our generation, we've gone through those aspects of... Of going ah, exactly. okay, going ah, perfect. We forgot the third and, special guest, John. Exactly. Oh, this is absolutely all right. Yeah. <laughs> Molly May, <laughs> Molly May, <laughs> Molly May is here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but as I was saying, we've all gone through those aspects, especially us. We're we are we are all uh, a little bit older, so we've kind of gone through that late '80s into '90s, seeing how uh, some of nerddom has. Gone from being something that is kind of kept in a basement and only talked about with a few of the friends to That's nowadays. That's a stereotype, sir. It I find is, that offensive. It is a stereotype. The problem was is back in the days, like I I couldn't play D and D with people that I knew at school. I had to play it with my cousins and people that like were family to me because if I mentioned D and D back in the day, it was it, it was like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you I got shunned. shunned. You were yelled at by babies. I get it. But <laughs> the that's still yelled at by babies. <laughs> but, but that's the thing, though. I'm talking about the fact that we've gone through this, I want to almost call it a renaissance, of kind of how things have changed, how things have been accepted, and how things have really been embraced by society itself. If you're not doing something nerdy now, you're you don't have cool. some kind you're of fan. You're a loser. Fan, I know, you know, right? You are the abnormal one now. Exactly. Exactly. So if, if you're not a gay Gamer, if you're not a person who likes their D&D, if you're not a person who has fandom in comics or some kind of, you know, estranged movie, then you're the person who's on the outside. And now you're the person who's, you know, in the basement not following along with what a lot of other people do. It's just becoming more and more acceptable now. Absolutely. So everyone's getting into it. That's the thing. So my thing is, is I know for me personally, when I was young... I mean, I played my video games here and there, but I played a lot of sports. I didn't honestly even get into anything that would be considered the mainstream nerd, meaning, uh, you know, D&D, LARPing, Mm -hmm. um, playing a lot of tabletop games, uh, playing miniature games. Not until I got into high school and going after not until you met me, John. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so he's the one who fucked it up. Before, I was just a kid who liked his sports and played video games every so often. And then it kind of changed. In high school, it was different. I hung out with a wide range of people. I played a little bit of football. Uh, and I, then I had a large group of friends who were, became corrupted very you close. To the dark side. Who, yeah, very much corrupted me to the dark side. Yeah. So it, that's the thing, though. Who who else has kind of had that type of experience? Bela, I know you haven't always been the deepest in the darkest with the nerds. Mm, this is not exactly true. I just kept it on the down low. Okay. <laughs> I like share with, you know, when I went to school and when I was socializing with people, I didn't tell them, you know, that I watched D and D on the side, or that I watched Dragon Ball on the side, or that you know I'd stay up till. Two o'clock in the morning, watching uh, 
uh, what was the Cartoon Network show? Adult Swim? Yeah, Adult Swim. You know, With all the anime On the weekend. Absolutely. And I didn't share See, that. I, I don't think I ever really dawned on me that a lot of that stuff back in the day was of nerd culture. Yeah, it was early nerd culture. It was. And, like, I remember when I was a young kid, I'd read a little bit of comic books. So you guys bring up Adult Swim. I, I remember staying up late and watching sci-fi on Fridays and Saturdays because that's yeah, when they showed anime. Yeah. Yeah. My, one of my first, like, mainstream animes was Iria. And then Akira and Ninja Scroll. Which oh, Ninja Scroll, yeah, yeah. Ninja Scroll edited is just really weird, so I actually went and, like, I was, like, probably, like, 13, and I watched the unedited Ninja Scroll. Hell yeah! <laughs> hey, I think I was watching a lot of, like, uh, Bastard and Akira alongside... Well, Dragon Ball. I I like just picked, before I think I was the one who introduced everybody to Bastard because nope. I I had picked it up on DVD and gave it to Will. My uh, stepbrother had it. He's the one who introduced me to Bastard. Because I, 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 thought, I thought Will introduced you to it because I gave Will that copy of the DVD. No, no. Now, I know most of us here, now I'm going to go back on early nerd culture for us, but uh, the original Pokemon from the Game Boy versions, all the way from, you know, regular old school black and white to even color, we all had red and blue. I'm sure even some of us had yellow, am I right? All hey, of us I, I was a red and, I was a red and blue kid. I was a red yeah. and blue. I never had yellow. No? No, because I went from, I, I stayed true to red and blue. And then when Red and Blue was finished, I went on to my Gold and Silver. <laughs> okay. All right. I well, skipped Yellow because I didn't give a crap about Pikachu following me around. Whoa. <laughs> well, I cared <laughs> about the color. It was awesome. Well, yeah, the, the beautiful thing about Yellow was the fact that, you know, you could have all your starters. That was cool. That was the reason why I got Yellow. But, you know, I started out with the Red version. Just better, I just went over to a, Dead. I just went over to The problem was with, 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 uh, with Yellow, you didn't get me out. And without mm-hmm. mouth, you didn't get Persian. He was, the, totally there was only like six Pokemon limited Persian. from yellow version, and Meowth was one of them. Yeah, but you were able to just trade them from red and blue. Thank you. It's goddamn Persian. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> okay. I never okay, hold on, hold on. In, in Gen 1, in Gen 1, I have to say this, and this is, this is just me going on the Pokemon rant once again. Wait, okay, because remember, if two out of three guests, or two out of three hosts disagree with Mike, it's normally wrong. If, <laughs> so does there really need to be two? Because this has nothing to do with his degree. Okay, let's say it. Speed equaled crit in the old Gen 1 games. That was how it worked. That's that's not up for debate. One of the fastest normal-based Pokemon was I think Anthony's going to look that up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I already see him bring that phone. One of the fastest pro- Pokemon was Pokemon. I, I think... Some of the fastest Pokemon, in, without going into a full Pokemon cast. And he knew Slash, Which we did, right? Which was a which, crit yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, we actually went into Pokemon cast like two weeks ago. Yeah. Right. But, but I'm just saying, like, Slash was, a, Slash was a crit plus move. He learned it, and he also had insane speed. Mainly I'm bringing this point up, because I'm assuming, we once again, we all did this. I mean, I was a little kid who actually went to school with my cable and Game Boy. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. actually played on the bus on the way home with other friends that had the same bus stops. Yeah. Or routes. Oh, yeah. But, but I think what I'm going in for, and I know everyone is going to have their different definition for kind of what the deeper, darker dungeons of nerddom is. <laughs> for me, LARPing. my... LARPing. LARPing is the LARPing, deepest, darkest oh, hole you man. can crawl into. LARPing, D&D... Thunderbolt! Thunderbolt! Uh, Thunderbolt! Right? Yeah, like, a lot of the tabletop <laughs> games like that... 
to, to me is that well, deeper, again, darker dungeon. To be, of, to be fair, I think I'm the only one here who really did Amp Guard like Amp Guard, Amp Guard. No, I didn't. Uh, like see, you I did didn't, Satsu, which is I close. did Satsu. Yeah, and, we, and, and it was less uh, role play but more action. I don't know the, the old Vortex crew. They you want to talk about nerd culture? I mean, Land Centers are a big part of uh, nerd culture. Yeah. That's actually where but I met that, Tim. That's we, an we, we had friend. that too, but we actually did Amp Guard in the parking lot. Yeah, when I swatted Tim in the face a few times with your you know PVC and uh, pool foam noodles <laughs> yeah. like makeup wrapped in duct tape which wasn't smart when you're compacting foam in, with duct tape it just doesn't work properly no, no, but that's, that was the old rules yeah. for for, for uh, Amp Guard, Amp Guard uh. before before they changed it to like golf clubs with like super foam yeah I actually still have the picture where we have the team vortex where it's all of us Tito yeah. Carlos Amari we're all, posted, yeah. da- 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 we're all posted. Yeah, we're all posted. Hardcore used to beat each other with PVC. We're all posted up. We're about to drop the, like, the best album. <laughs> and we're like all nineteen-year-old little oh kids. <laughs> we're going over a decade now. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the kind of stuff. Like, I mean, if we're talking about like nerd cred and how it started off, I, I pretty much came out of the womb. Yeah, fuck those kids from Stranger and Things. We got out, real came nerd out, cred. Came out of the womb. First off, I love that show. I'll smack the shit out of you. And by the way, if we're talking about the darker, you know nerd hole that you know us you know yeah. D&D and Amgard but even now it's not as much widely even accepted to where like a well, lot of people it, it has been a lot more it's thanks, grown yeah thanks to grown, what we mentioned like, Stranger Things I honestly think that Stranger, well, Stranger Things, things did uh, uh, actually I want I want to give a lot of credit to some other YouTube channels and stuff because like Critical Role no has, Critical Role has has come has like, mainstream the work, shit out but, of that. but that was mainstream to people who were already nerds well, yeah. got a lot of people in the D and D who really didn't give a shit, who thought it was either like for the lowest of low nerds, or back in time where they thought it was like a Satanist type thing. Yeah, <laughs> there's some like, strange. Strange. They thought Balogs were going to run wild in the streets. Stranger Things really took that and kind of put it into a new light that was very interesting to anybody who watched that series. I think it was a, it was long before Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do think there was role models back in the day with you know movies that that like brought some of these more nerdy topics to light that some people weren't ex- exposed to. I mean, for me, I wasn't exposed to D- to uh, D&D. Uh, no, uh, until LARPing, the crappy uh, D&D. Oh, oh, uh, Satsu. LARPing, Satsu, yeah, yeah, the stuff we I wasn't did. exposed to that until you guys brought me out to mm-hmm. uh, the park, yeah. 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 So, and then the main reason why he played is because he realized there were girls really really there. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. well, the cute girls were just a bonus. <laughs> it was definitely a bonus. No, but I mean, in regards to if we're talking Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, I mean, as far as anything, as far as uh, nerd culture or just any of the stuff that we tend to love and or can be considered nerdy, absolutely, you can come out and find that anywhere, and it's usually through friends that kind of are your are your gateway to well, doing. Well, so. okay, see, let me let me pose a good question then, because that's what I'm trying to state is that there's obviously a definition between each person on how they kind of view when they passed on from that deeper, darker into that deeper, darker dungeon of things. Like for me, like I said. Comics were a normal thing. I mean, my a lot of my comics were passed down from my father to me. You know what I mean? So I got to embrace in a lot of that. Um, I played video games no matter what. When Pokemon came out, I didn't think it was a big deal. It was just another game that I thoroughly enjoyed. And you obviously had a huge following of people who mm-hmm. also thoroughly enjoyed that. But... For me, my de- my my definition of finally crossing over into that bigger world 
of nerddom was when I got into high school, and it was getting into D&D or LARPing. So for me, that's kind of like my definition. And I pose the same question out there for everyone else. Put it in the comments below, you know, on what you kind of, what what was your crossover point or what you believe is your crossover this is what This is what I have to say on the subject. Everybody is a fucking nerd. Absolutely. It's just Everyone a matter it's, their... it's just a matter of when you, exactly what you said. When you, you found out. Because if you think about it, even even if you do sports, if you really want to think about it, if you take a look I swear to God, if you bring up fantasy, fantasy football, football, shut up. <laughs> and I love playing it. Jocks, <laughs> <and> <laughs> <for jocks>. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at stats, you're coming up with the best possible team, you're role playing. That's really what you're doing. You're trying to be the coach to put the beginning the best possible whoa, party. Coach, nothing. I'm trying to be the fucking owner. <laughs> Either way, get it like, straight, sir. You, I'm, you, I buy and sell my assets on a dime. Okay, <laughs> I need to make sure that I am changing. But you're this going year. for the best possible stats to create the best possible party to defeat other teams. Yeah, absolutely, and absolutely. That's, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. But like I said, so what, for me, it was is the big thing was video games. Hell, I unfortunately have. My mom has a picture of I when I was four years old, buck ass naked playing Nintendo. So I mean, I I could go <laughs> wow. ahead and prove that kind of speaking of the old Chris, <laughs> exactly. But um, I mean, at, at being poor, uh, growing up, it's you had to really kind of get inside. It's either sports or it had to be using your imagination or even both. I mean, that's oh, yeah. really how you had fun when you didn't have like Money. much of anything. <laughs> so that was the thing, though, for you. It's kind of, it's, it's never been a deviation of culture. It's never been a no, realization a... of what it kind of is or the bigger world. For no, me, it, it was that. Change. Yeah. But what, like, Baylog, you were, you were saying before, before we cut your ass off, <laughs> like, you had it kind of tucked away. So were you more aware of what it was or did it still continue to grow? And then did, when did it become more acceptable? See, all right. So back when I was in high school, we was just talking, tw- 15 years ago. Yeah. You know? It Don't was, overdate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all old as fuck by now, but I, by, by relative terms, but still. Yeah, Remember, you know. 30 is the new, like, 20. Shut up. Now, <laughs> 15 years ago, you know, it, it wasn't that it wasn't acceptable to be a, a nerd. Yeah. It was just that certain people, like the popular kids in school, you know, they didn't see these these uh, they would, they, anime like, or anything we were really enthusiastic about. Magic, you know. Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever, whatever your enthusiasm was, they didn't see that these things were that cool. And and not to say that you know it's changed, but I think it has changed. I think it's changed slightly. I think, it's, I think it's there's been more accepted now. Yeah, absolutely. But that that's what I'm saying. For you, would you say that okay, you've always had this nerdy side, but even as you said before, you didn't get into that bigger world, or was it even more acceptable until you got to that bigger world? Once I got out of high school, it didn't matter. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a very good point. Is the fact that you it, once high school is aside, fuck what everybody else thinks. Yeah, it, it's less Pretty of a popularity exactly contest. Point. Yeah, it's yeah. less of a popularity contest. So you're free to kind of go about and do what you do. Well, Tim, what about you? Like, was it always kind of like Anthony's side and kind of embedded in you and kind of grown that way? Or was it... I mean, I was playing Duck Hunt at the age of, like, eight months. But, but Duck Hunt, I'm just saying, Duck, but Duck Hunt for me, me was a regular occurrence. Yeah, it, it was a regular occurrence. But, I mean, I was still that kid. I mean, let's face it, most of us were that kid where we spent half of our time indoors playing video games and half of our time outside playing... Sports, well, or especially if you were born in a manhunt. Especially if you're yeah. born in Florida, yeah. Like, yeah. fuck the yeah. heat, fuck the dry, uh, the humid heat. Like for me, for me, because I growing up in Lantana, it was it was always freaking hot as hell, and Florida. there were there was it's like, Florida, sir. 
That's yeah, that's Florida. It's, it's so Florida. Florida. Literally it's so what Florida. I just said. It's but, so Florida. No, Anthony like, Anthony's going to be able to reminisce with this. It's so Florida most of the time that when you go outside doing anything and you're like, "Hey, I want to get some water." And your mom goes, "Hell no, you're still supposed to be outside." And you go over to the hose. Oh, yeah. the hose. And it's hot as fuck. Yeah. It burns the shit out of you or if you're going right from the faucet, sometimes you get that lizard that comes out. <laughs> He's coming out to kiss you a little bit. He's just like, yo, what's up, son? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, I, I grew up. I grew up in a town with like there was maybe four other kids. So even regardless of the age range, we were all friends because it, we were the only four kids on our entire freaking that block. Sucks. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't like, like you, kid, but you're my friend. Yeah, well, like one kid, one kid, I kept getting in fights with. And me and him were roughly the same age, but we kept getting in fights. Like, every other week, it was a new fight between me and this kid that decided to do cartwheel arms. Like, that's how he fought. I'm like, And you right. still got your ass beat. No, I got my ass beat by him. Thank you very much. <laughs> but no, like, we all grew up on the same block. We all, we all did the same kind of things. Like, I would hang out in the house and play video games. My friend Norman would come over. He'd play video games with me. And the kid that lived across the street that was like 13 when we were five, he'd come over and play video games. I mean, that's a huge thing, too, because even growing up, because that's how I, I was able to play a lot of different games. Because um, as far as owning consoles, my dad got the Commodore 64. I think it's old story before, too. Commodore 64, mm. thinking it was a computing system, but it was actually a gaming system. I remember you telling me this story. Yeah. <laughs> and he was pissed. But um, as far as, like, even the, like I said, the whole Nintendo thing, I, I, it would either go your to dad, friends' Your dad houses. need not feel too ashamed, because technically, the, uh, the clerk's office where my mom worked, they... They, made bought, the same they, they bought a Commodore 64 and they uh, had it in her office. Because my mom was the IT person at the, at the clerk's <laughs> office. I would go to her work and just hang out and play the Commodore 64 all freaking day. Because nobody else used it. When it came down to it, it's at least like... But that's what it came down to. You had to go to other kids' houses to play video games. Like uh-huh. the Nintendo thing I was talking about... Uh, well, it was actually one of the parents was nice enough to actually lend that Nintendo to us at one point. So that's how I was able actually to play. I know it's kind of sad, but hey, you know what? <laughs> awesome on that or their part because I actually got to. Uh, that's where a lot of uh, the gameplay, or even like Super Nintendo, well, that was cool. That's back when Blockbuster. Yeah, what's about relics? They used to rent out consoles sometimes. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Way that, back in the day, a long, long time ago. Huh. And that's actually where Austin and I because I used to games. I used to rent the Game Gear before I got my Game Gear. See, this is the thing, though. I don't know if you guys ever had this. When I was in elementary school, they had, like, it was called, com- like, Computer Lab or Computer Time, where mm-hmm. you'd go. Yeah, we yes! Had <laughs> yes! Oregon Trail! You had everything. Yes, Carmen Oregon Diego. Trail, yeah. man. <laughs> All these games well, when you were in, like, fourth, fifth grade, right? And then something changed right around, you know, you get into middle school, high school. And, and then, <laughs> you're, you know, you're playing too many video games. That's just, you're a nerd. Well, thank, we got, thank God we got Game Boy. Well, <laughs> you know, it was really funny because I, I did have some of the computer classes and stuff like that. But I had a teacher back in elementary school that actually recognized the fact that, hey, listen, just like anything else you need to incentivize for, incentivize for good behavior. So... She had an Atari. Oh. Yeah. She had an Atari in class. And if you made sure all your stuff was done and you had enough points at like, let's say the end of the week or the end of the Uh. month or something like that, she'd be like, okay, well, what do you want to turn your points in for? Because it's incentivized for this, that, and the other. And I remember always going, I'm playing the Atari. And I'd go over there and what was it? Um... 
Oh, it wasn't Indiana Jones, but it was the uh, pit, uh, Pitfall. 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 I'd always play like Pitfall or something because she only had like a few games on it, anyways. But at least it wasn't ET. Yeah, no, I think she had <laughs> ET, but uh, I, I remember specifically playing like Pitfall uh, when, when I was there. But that—that's the thing, though. It's like you have these systems at a young age. But realistically, society looks away from a lot of it as you start to get older to be like, that's the that's the thing that's the oddity. When it's just like, all y'all motherfuckers play this shit anyways. See, you I, know? I, I, I had this I had this great dynamic of my 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 mom would you know she would get me whatever whatever I would want you know I'd, I'd tell her you know hey I want the Nintendo Must so be I got nice. I got the Nintendo when I was like three or four, and then my stepdad. Would would get me the oddity things like he got me my Game Gear. He also got me my Atari Twenty Six Hundred. And when he got me my Atari Twenty Six Hundred, he got me my Atari Twenty Six Hundred with like the entire game library up to that point of wow. the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. So there were games that I've still never played on the Atari just because I had them all and I could not play enough of one of any of them, and I got stuck on ET. <laughs> Understandable because that game was impossible to beat I, and I was have, retarded. I would say though, as far as geek culture is concerned, like the '90s was a great time. Yeah, I mean, they're not even just for for comics. Oh no, for video games. Mm-hmm. Actually, getting into horror when I was young, the one of the things that really got me like hardcore. Anyway, was two things. One thing I shouldn't probably have been watching around that time, which was Tales from the Crypts. Oh, I love that. I'll admit that. Yeah, but that's not horror to me. That, that's no, there comedy. was just horrors in that. I mean, that's what I mean. There's always <laughs> gratuitous sex on top of the horror. I, I will and um, Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, God. All the cheesy horror films yeah. that he would show. Uh, that was well, you, just... you had Monster Vision and then you had the other show with Elvira. Yeah. And those were both... To me, those are still both hilarious. Like that was the that was not that like the old school horror to me was always funny. They were all B movies, and then you got into things like when when horror really became mainstream, and you got the the Freddy and Jason and oh, I thought it was Chucky. I thought it was mainstream. Chucky was mainstream. Chucky was mainstream. No, I thought I would consider Child's Play was when mainstream. I would consider it mainstream when you had Goosebumps. And you had. Uh, I was into Goosebumps. No, no, but that, uh, that's what I'm saying. That was, that, was, that was around the same time. That yeah. was, I mean, but that's really what that's, made it mainstream. That's like, what made it mainstream. Novels have or, they done? or, or, um. Oh, like what? seven. Are you afraid How of the dark? How many Goosebumps novels have they done? Right? <laughs> to be fair, they have like 90 writers that doesn't count. I don't care. They have the money so, to do it. To be fair, when you look at the horror genre, you still have those who look at the individual movies and franchises as it's each own, like, independent piece. So you know, until Freddy and Jason crossed over and, and well, confirmed I mean, that right. be in the same universe. But like <laughs> you had people so awesome movie. You, no, it was, no, it was. Don't get me wrong. But you had people who were diehard like Freddy fans, or you had the people who were diehard Jason fans, yeah. and that's what it was. In each kind of independent silos. But when you had something like Are You Afraid of the Dark or Goosebumps, I still want my fucking box set of Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh. Right? Fun like, fact: No one ever died in Goosebumps. There was a there was a there was an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark and it was the only episode that I never I like when it originally aired I never watched. And it was a mummy episode. And it like I went back and I watched it later on in my life and it was one of those things like, 
why did this scare me as a child? Like, there was nothing uh, scary about this episode. But for some odd reason, I hid my head under the fucking blanket no, and never watched that episode. It's still some quality stuff, though. The thing that actually, and I'll admit to this, and everyone who's listening out there, you get to now fuck with me about this. The thing that I was afraid of when it came down to scary stuff, the song to X-Files. And you were just in the dark. Oh my god! I, I would run into the other man. room. It was okay. really funny oh, because I would, I would, I would watch this show with like my sister and my dad, and then when that song came on, I'd leave the room. But when the song was over, I'd come back and watch the episode. Right. That's, we're doing this, Anthony. What was your most like afraid thing? Oh, I this really should be a Halloween it. cast. I know, but I'm, I'm actually. Gonna I'm actually ashamed to kind of bring this up. I was actually, I was making more faces because my dad, when he was still alive, that was his main thing. He loved X-Files. He really didn't like a lot of nerd things, but that's why I said secretly, whether people want him in or not, everybody's a fucking nerd. Right. And that included my dad, because X-Files, that was his jam. That and Star Trek, the next generation, which he got into later. Yeah. But no, if you, if you want to bring up fears to him, that's fine. Mine yeah, is no, actually, no, I'm, I'm mine, mine is probably worse than yours. Okay. At least I, I feel that it is. Okay. E.T. E.T. E. scared oh. everyone. <laughs> like, okay. The scene when he pops up and he's like, that movie. I used to have nightmares <laughs> as a kid. So where instead of doing the long neck, he would do long arms. And this motherfucker... Grab you. He what is he, Dalsy? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He would, he would like... Yoga flame. He would <laughs> Yoga arms. <laughs> he, he would catch me from closets, from under beds, from around goddamn corners. What, what, you know, were, you me. Were, were you afraid of the extendo glowing finger? Like... <laughs> No, no, this is what was crazy because I, because I have such an overactive imagination because I love horror so much. He would do some of the most horrific shit that involved just like I would get eaten alive in my dreams. And that's the thing is they he say. He had a really small mouth. I mean, he could barely fit some M in it. Like the M&Ms Reese's. And, yeah. It was Reese's. I'm sorry. Yeah. Reese's, 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 Reese's. That's actually how Reese's Pieces got really popular. Um, yeah, they had a chance to get M&M's. But then something happened, and Reese's Pieces oh were the one who basically came out with the bid, and that's how they got really popular. <clears throat> All right, yeah. Back in that but day. no, that that was it for me. So, Baylog. I honestly, I, I, I would. He's only... like, y'all are bitches. <laughs> <laughs> y'all childish bitches. I, I personally don't have many great, like, scary stories. I definitely would watch horror movies by myself, and then I'd like run out of the room. <laughs> And that would be, like, the worst thing that ever happened to me. But I'll share a story. My buddy used to live out in the acreage, and his oh, parents... Oh, that's scary enough. <laughs> his parents were savages. So they'd, <laughs> they'd bring him out to the woods behind their house, and then they'd play the song from the Lucky... Uh, what was the movie with the, the Leprechaun? Leprechaun? Yeah. Oh, no, it's, no, it's actually yeah. what it's called. It's called yeah. Leprechaun. Yeah, <laughs> they would play the song from Leprechaun while he was out in the woods by himself in the dark. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> on the loudspeaker. <laughs> he would go running through the woods to get to his house. Oh, my gosh. And, and that's the, probably the most terrifying thing I've ever wow. heard. But, yeah. Mm, Other than that, you just would start a movie. I really want to get into this and then run the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary stuff in the dark. That's fair. What about about you? All right, for me, um, well, one of my favorite movies back when I was a kid, uh, especially, you know, mid 90s, and I was like six, seven, um, was Jurassic Park. But there was one scene that always, for whatever reason, freaked the fuck out of me, and I had to go back into my room. Was it it Sam Jackson's arm? No, it was the. the Dilla, the Dilophosaurus, like, venom spinning, like, oh, on the okay. fat guy. Oh, I, I, I don't know why. That always freaked me the fuck out, and I had to be away from that part. I'm sorry. He wins. 
Because it's not even a horror movie. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not even a fucking horror movie. Technically, it is. Dinosaurs get loose. Dinosaurs are eating people. That's yeah. definitely It's horrific. rainy. It's right. dark. You're about to get venom in your eyes. This is going to sound like that's a spooktac. Like, it's a, a great reason to shit that's your a, pants. Yeah, it's a, it's a great like little jump scare. But I was yeah. about to say, it's impossible. But then like now I'm thinking of people in our minds coming out of our dreams to kill us. Yeah. Going along with that, actually. My my thing was back in back when I was a kid, I had a room at my stepdad's house, and he put a poster on my door, and it was a poster from the um, Batman Forever movie. It was oh, the... that's scary as shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you say oh that. my god! <laughs> oh, is, to like... this day, I still get shit. <laughs> the way, the way, the way, I, I still have that poster out in the garage now. It, it's... <laughs> You have PTSD about that flashback? Bad acting. So there's this thing called uh, called phantasm where you have the dream where that was you, a where that you... was that was a Batman movie. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, it was. But no, you have this you have this element where you wake up from a nightmare and when you wake up you can't move. Yes. I used to get that so yeah, phantasm paralysis. I would get that all the time with this one specific nightmare that I would have about that goddamn poster coming to fucking life. And the weird thing is, it wouldn't even be the poster. It wouldn't be the image of like uh, penguin, Catwoman, Batman, all like head, uh, like head above each other kind of. Oh, okay, that was the better Batman film here. I thought you were talking about like no, this is the Michael the bat nipples. Michael bat nipples. The second, the second Batman. Okay, the second Tim or the the one to follow the Tim Burton. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like the third one or the fourth one. The Val Kilmer and well, it was that is. I thought it's Batman, Batman Forever, bat nipples. Right? Yeah, bat nipples. The second one's Batman Forever, right? I'm not no, it's, I thought it was Batman Returns or something. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, why we said Batman, Batman Forever. That's exactly Sorry, it was the Batman Returns That's why I thought the Batman That's why I jumped and said, that's scary as shit. Yeah, I no, no, You win the legitimate, like, I'm afraid of this thing at that point in time. Because I'm afraid of watching that movie. Like, I'm all like, this shit. Sorry, sorry. It was, it was Batman Returns. It was the it was the poster for Batman Returns because it was the Catwoman, uh, Penguin, and Batman. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a good movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. But the thing is, is for some odd reason, in the middle of my, in the middle of this nightmare that I would constantly have, the whip would manifest. Like mm. Catwoman's whip would always manifest. It would just be this like weird amalgamation, like Indiana Jones style <laughs> thing that would haunt my nightmares. <laughs> is that where your sexual fetishes came from? <laughs> <laughs> I know you were gonna do it. I had to be I had to let you have that one. I had to let you have that one. Like, you and I are looking at each other. We both had the same idea. And you're like, no, fucker. I'm getting this one. I'm getting this one. John, John, don't king shame unless king shaming is your king. That's my kink. Oh, my gosh. Never mind. You don't get to be afraid of that. Oh, God. But... Okay, so, but, but that's the thing, though. Like, no matter what it was, you, you, like, everyone to this day, everyone sitting at this table, hands down. So you had your moment with a scary movie or a video game that kind of was off off the wall, but it still brought you back into it. Oh, I still, have, still, I still have Nightmare from yeah, Castlevania, yeah. too. Right, you see, <laughs> you still grew a fandom to it, and it, it started to blue kind orb. of... Blue orb! I never knew what to do with the fucking blue orb! Because there was another, nothing to tell you to do with the blue it, orb! You had to look it up! It, it's So, what it comes down to is, though, you were always drawn back in. And with that, 
everyone kind of expanded outwards towards more things that intrigued them and stuff like that. Thus, the reason why whether you were initially a part of a nerd culture or you finally realized it and then started to grow, it helped build what it is today. Yeah. Because if you look at things that are now today, because of fans and the fan service that it brings to it, things have gone off the wall. When you were a Star Wars fan back in the day, people people loved Star Wars and they would quote things from it and any other, you know, Indiana Jones or anything like that. I love but, you. I know. Yeah, <laughs> and they have that on rings now. You I know still what I mean? use that line. Exactly. Okay. I mean, you say that in the mirror, though. <laughs> <laughs> but what it comes down to is like that. It's it's really become it's grown. It's become more accepted, and actually, they have things that are really crazy for what it is. I mean, you look at vacation spots now. Disney is building a fucking Star Wars. Theme park. Which looks Are they going to have an alligator there to kill the kids? <laughs> I mean, we can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> no, we are going to have a tavern. No. Which those are some of the things that, like, that's that's what it comes down to, though. The things that have grown, that have really gone out there, and that have been more accepted, and now those fandoms have grown in new avenues for new businesses, and kind of where you want to be. Dude, I'm eventually going to take the trip to fucking Hollywood, California, just to go to the fucking, like, real-life Star Wars cantina that is there. Yeah, well, I, I thought they're also doing something in Orlando. They, they're are. going to build, they they're, they're going to build, they but I'm sorry, I'm going to the originally built one. I want to go to that. I, I want... Like, that is my vacation dream spot right now. Like, I'm pretty sure they're going to have that in the hotel that you're going to be living in Probably. But that's in Orlando. That's not far for me. Like, that's not a travel spot. Like, I'm sorry. I've been to Orlando enough times as it is. I I don't consider Disney World a a vacation spot anymore. Well, I'm on a budget. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but we all are. But I'm just saying, like, if I have a dream vacation... It's sad that it's to go to California, which is only across the United States for me. But right now, that will be one of my things. Like, I want to go specifically to go there, and I want to watch Kevin Smith record one of the fucking episodes (laughs) of his podcast. I mean, but to that point, I mean, if you want to talk about nerdcations and stuff like that, uh, the main thing you really got to look at is... Stealing my word. Yes, I am. You know what? (laughs) Fuck you. And we should also have a fuck counter for how many times we've used that word in this past. (laughs) Fuck? Yes. Okay. But... (laughs) What it comes to the count. But you look at conventions. Conventions have become so prevalent throughout the entire US and just other countries in general. I mean, for God's sakes, Sunrise Comic Con is a brand new convention that just got started. Like, and I'm going to be going there, there this week. conventions every 20 Where's minutes. That That's what I'm saying. Where's that at? Son? In, in Sunrise. That's oh, like a, a small drive away from Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, exactly. Like, you didn't even hear about it. A lot of people oh, haven't heard about it. This, this is how quickly they're just sprouting out. Yeah. Then they're they're facilitating everybody's different forms. Con of season is being extended. Oh yeah. god! Well, I mean, yeah. Con season is literally like all I year. Mean, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what I mean. I don't know who originally because I've been going to cons since I was eighteen, so we're talking thirteen years. I mean, I don't know anyone else except for maybe Anthony who has gone any no. earlier than that. Grinstead, you did too. Yeah. I mean, and I can I, say there has been a big, you know, influx of more conventions. Some of the better ones, I think, have died, and the newer ones have just kind of gotten bigger, but they just haven't been as fun. That's just in my opinion, but the overall culture of nerdum, as this topic is, has grown. Quite yeah, a bit. I, I dated an anime girl in high school, so I had to go to Dragon Con at, <laughs> I like, think almost 16. I think at this point, for everyone at this table, has probably dated some kind of anime girl at this point. Yes. 
No. Probably right why all of my relationships have failed. You haven't dated. <laughs> you haven't dated an anime, anime girl yet. No. There you oh. go. <laughs> That's why I said problem. almost everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has. I wait, knew that. No. <laughs> you haven't either yet, John. Hmm? Have you? Anime girl? Well, I mean, I've dated girls who enjoy anime. Have you dated yes. an anime actual girl? anime? Like, like there, there, there are girls that enjoy anime, and, and then there up. are the girls that cosplay. Okay, first off, the girls that I date who like to dress up, dress up in their own privacy. <laughs> All right, furry costumes, <laughs> gentlemen, sir. He does not kiss and tell. No, I was about to say furry costumes in the bedroom. Don't no, count. actually, actually, uh, I I have dated a girl who, yes, did. She had costumes for play, and then costumes for cons. <laughs> okay. All both acceptable. All very acceptable, and that's what, what she did. So, th- th- yes, I, so in a sense, but I, I wouldn't necessarily call her an anime girl, more of someone who enjoyed comics because gotcha. that she would try to do renditions of comic Comic characters. characters. Oh, exactly. anime-based yes. characters. But still, I count it equivalent to the same thing, because it's a con-goer yeah. cosplayer. I guess the best play, yeah, a better word would have been cosplayer instead of anime girl. Exactly. But I mean, even the so, booyah, bitches! Let's <laughs> go. We, we, we can we can sit here and wax nostalgic all days with our rose tinted glasses. But there's one thing I do want to kind of bring up, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are listening can kind of relate to, and that is, of course, the I would have to say the darker side of nerd culture and kind of getting to the point we're at, which still, unfortunately, has a lot of its own problems. Uh, maybe not all of us here sitting at this table. We're all um, sitting in dark. Go on. Please, <laughs> let us know. Because... No, I mean, because we were talking about whether or not it was acceptable. And there are some people that were so vehemently against, like, video games, comics, stuff like that, that you had bullies over this kind of yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. And, it, I mean, I can think of a few times now. Uh, there was a few times I could think of where I've been picked on over that kind of stuff. And, unfortunately, for whatever reason, I wouldn't fight back. So I didn't get my ass kicked. Sometimes by groups. <laughs> At worst... See, I, I, I definitely can say that, like you said, I didn't ever really experience, experience that because I was on that fence and I'm still kind of like on that borderline. I enjoy my sports. I play sports every once in a while when I'm not trying to be lazy. Um, <laughs> and then, and then I enjoy my, my, you know, occasions where I get deep into things that I enjoy. I, I don't like to really call it nerd culture at this point anymore because it's just what I do. It is it's, now just culture. It is just <laughs> culture. It is it is what I do for fun. It's what I enjoy. But that's, that's what I mean. So when it, when it comes to that, I mean, back then, like I said, everybody probably had, uh, not everybody, but there's probably a few people that have that kind of story because that was the thing. Back in that time, that's what a lot of this stuff was. It was an escape. It was an escape from the real world for uh, quite a few people was shitty or they weren't accepted. For. That's why they turned to things like LARP and D&D, video games, comics, because it gave them something better. Maybe. Mine was more of a pastime kind of thing, because I had a lot of the, how should we put this, free time after school, because I was one of those kids that, like, <clears throat> I'm going to admit this, I was a hardcore nerd back in, back, like, middle school, early high school period of time. I... I would come home, my homework would already be done because I would do it in my last period of class because usually my last period of class was always a fuck-off class. Ding. So, ding. Um, so I would I would do that a lot where I would come home and I'd just have tons of free time. And a lot of times I would come home and I would be alone because my mom worked late nights. And 
my stepdad was never always around or whatever. I feel it like it's just one of those situations where it was one of those things. Like I had tons of freezing. They all give him a hug. This is. <laughs> I don't need a hug. God damn it. <laughs> this is this. I feel like this is a big issue with it now, though. Is a lot of times I see uh, fan individuals who were 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 very enthusiastic about it in early ages, and now they see the jocks of their days being. Very, very enthusiastic about certain nerd culture uh, ideals nowadays, and that is the big problem. Is the big problem because a lot of these people think it's negative that that these people are seeing popular kids from high school or whatever being more enthusiastic about these topics. And I, and personally, I think you know maybe you should just be a little more accepting of the fact that other people like the topic, and not so much that all right, it's being a big cultural thing. That it's it's popular now, so I should jump on the bandwagon to get in and and, and join that no, topic. Absolutely, and I thank you for bringing up that point, Baylog. That's actually what I was going to bring up. So it's it's kind of ironic because exactly just that. These were the kid uh, for there were a lot of people that were shunned, that were mistreated for what they enjoy, and now because of the fact that again th- this culture has evolved so much and become so mainstream, you have a lot of people that used to maybe poke fun of these people, make fun of it. Now they enjoy it too. And you would think that these people that were picked on and um, maybe abused or something like that would forgive and forget and exactly have that kind of mindset. Like, oh man, this is cool that you guys like this now. But instead, they it's don't. really weird. No, they've basically become the very thing that they hated. <laughs> they've become gatekeepers. And that's, to me, I think the biggest bullshit thing for anybody to kind of do. The so, lore keepers of Anthony, the internet. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> How often have you ever experienced these guys that you have met that is like, oh yeah, that's my boy Superman, or oh yeah, that's my boy Spider-Man, or something like nerd culture. They're like, yeah, I love that guy. But you look at that person. Exactly. And you look at that person. <laughs> she agrees. <laughs> she strongly agrees. <laughs> you look at that person, you know they shun, like they were a bully in high school. Oh yeah. And nowadays they're like all about it. And you know it's just because of the movies and things like that, but they're all it's, into it now. It's, it's a, I will, I'll admit it's a little irksome because you remember those things, but I've never ever been like, you know what? No, fuck you. You're not allowed to like this. No, you know? no I would that. be like, no, okay, so you think that's cool? Oh man, well you got to check out this comic. Oh, we have to check out this instance. Or you got to check out, you know, just anything else involving. If anything, I try and help those people get into I, it even more. I have to say yeah, this. I, I have known, I have known kid. I have known. I, I shouldn't say kids. I've known adults now that the only venom they know is from the Tobey Maguire yeah. Spider-Man movies. Yeah, a lot of people. I, I weep for them. That. I and weep for them. I, I weep oh for them, God. too. Because the thing is, is it's one of those things, like... It's funny, because they look at that, and they're like, oh my God, this is so yeah. creepy and weird, and I'm like, no, that's Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's how it... Well, actually, I was going to say, have you checked out the internet lately? There's a lot of women that want to fuck Venom. Yeah, well, <laughs> well that's only because he's being... What being that tongue do? <laughs> exactly, what that tongue do? What that tongue do? That's true. It's true, though. The tables have turned. Exactly. <laughs> Again, further illustrating the point of how far we've come. It also doesn't and how far help, they it will. It doesn't, <laughs> hurt that, it doesn't hurt that it's Tom Hardy nowadays either. Yeah, yeah. Very Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock. Very hardy. <laughs> but I want to transition back to one other thing, though, because I know we kind of slightly glanced over this, and it started the whole thing about cons, cosplays. Kind of the fandom in general, but it, one of those things where it's kind of like you the know, shipping wars. Well, <laughs> we, we've we've all done things that have been nerdy. We've all yeah. done and we've all gone to cons. 
most yeah. of us have caught. I'm pretty sure actually all of yeah all of us have cosplayed. Everyone here has all of cosplayed. us have caught con crud at least one point or another. Well, we cosplayed as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. well catching con crud is just it's a necessary effect of going Wait, to a con. Con crud and STD. No, yeah. no they, right? I need to get checked. I didn't wake up with a post-it that said no. It, it, it is a social disease. It is not a sexually transmitted. No, what it is is there something? What it is? Con crud is. There's always one person who gets really sick, probably because the con crunch, they're working so hard, not sleeping, not taking care of themselves to be prepared to cosplay. They get horribly sick. They go to a place filled with lots of people, and they spread that sickness. Uh, okay. It's very okay. easy I'm for gonna, them to I'm going to tell you the truth about plank. it. I'm going to tell you the truth about it. As some, as, uh, and Baylog, you probably experienced this, too, with being in the army. When you take a bunch of people from everywhere in the world and or everywhere in the United States and put them all together in one place disease spreads rampantly i had the i had the same thing happen when i went into the navy it was like oh my god did i i never had any sickness worse in my life than when i when i was like coming home well when you like, had i had pneumonia on top of the flu on top of a cold on top of laryngitis i just you want had- you to know you then experienced a less version of the black pe- plague yeah. <laughs> i'm just letting you know right? and that was after a penicillin shot right. that felt like peanut butter yeah <laughs> well i actually have a question for balog um well balog in your 4 years in the army how many uh, Let's put it this way: uh, Are there army guys have been in the nerd culture? I'm sure you met quite all a few. of them. God, all of them play <laughs> no. Call of Duty. No. No. That's another stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, I met one guy in, in my first year uh, in who had like gigabytes of anime that I, you know, I was like, yeah, sure, give me all the Cowboy Bebop's berserks in every episode of Yu Yu Hakusho. I have all my, every uh, season of Yu Listen, Hakusho. the last time that I went up for a con up in Orlando, and uh, me and Baylog were hanging out at his apartment, we actually stopped, we were like, one night, alright, we're watching some episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho. Which know. is one of my favorite animes of all time, anyways. <laughs> and he's just like, mine fucking do! Like, <laughs> 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 Like, I already love this, bro. But we're broing out more, bro. Bro. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, now, nowadays, you can bro out to the nerd no, culture let's, stuff. Let's, we're transitioning away no. from that word. No. I did it. I did it. There's I not did enough it. Matty Ice. I did it. <laughs> Thank you. I, I got a whole I got a whole cabinet full of red solo cups. We can fucking bro uh, out. out. I, don't I don't care if it's your house. Get out. Sir, I do. We are more sophisticated. We have blue moon. Yes, thank you. Blue First moon. off, freaking Stella. Don't even talk to me about the blue moon. I'll go Stella all out and sing blue moon. No, first off, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you know real quick. I do not repeat. Do not drink out of a red solo cup. Me <laughs> either. Especially since that song came out. <laughs> Wait, there's a song about Red Solo. Yeah, there's yeah, a song a, called Red Solo. It's another reference, you know, with a lot, one of the Star Wars movies. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> but number two, sir, I use that in a very funny fashion. You were using it in a very serious fashion. We need to. Oh move on. <laughs> we, we're saying it ironically. No, you're I, saying it unironically. Yeah. yeah, I was saying it unironically because it it has it has been one of those things where growing out culture used to be the pop collars and douchebaggery. Now it can be anything. Like we grow out they over here all the time. That, you son of a bitch. No, no, no. <laughs> he's, he's kind of making up the same point that we've said. You know, you can't just hate a culture for no. being for being nerds. Oh. Or if you're going to hate no, a culture for being, being bros. nerds, you have to be hating the culture for being bros. So no, I just don't accept. like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, <laughs> gate guardianism 
ends at going, you shall not pass Mike. <laughs> Thank you for illustrating my point. <laughs> Some That's of my it. best friends are bros. <laughs> I love the bros. I broed out with you, bro. <laughs> bros are good people. <laughs> bro. I I've just not allowed to say anything anymore. No. no. <laughs> You're just now figuring this out? <laughs> oh. oh, there's a middle finger. <laughs> but that's the thing, though, with, with, with um, you know, things such as, uh, you know, the cons and whatnot, it, it brings places that we can go to to kind of experience more of the culture. We, we've all kind of gone to cons and stuff like that. Me, one, it, well, actually, I think almost everyone here definitely wants to go to the Star Wars you know, Disney stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? I want to go and I want to immerse myself in that whole thing. And I want to be able to pick the dark side. And I want to go to the cantina. (laughs) And I want the players that are there to treat me as a dangerous... Sith Lord assailant. Like, I want that to be the thing. I don't want to be going in there like a freaking light side wussy. And like a light side wussy. I repeat that. A light side wussy. And go over and be like, hey man, how's it going? Listen, your tab, I'm gonna shaft you because you're not frightening, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She agrees. <laughs> but I mean, you bring up a very good point. It's like that conventions bring a lot of people together, and I yeah. would have to say, as far as again spreading um, the culture, so to speak, or the con plague, or the con plague. I, I thought mean, you were going to say the clap. <laughs> it's all the same. Hey, if you've given one penicillin shot, you're probably given five. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, all all of those are true, uh-huh. sadly. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say, as far as bringing people together, the in, in, the internet. And conventions have been the greatest form of bringing like-minded individuals who love these things together just to talk about it, or yeah. even kind of learn more. Yeah. Can we not talk about 4chan? I was hoping to avoid I 4chan. Did, hey, you mentioned it, not me. No one's yeah. had 4chan until you... You said oh. internet, and that automatically makes me think 4chan. <laughs> Again, that's yeah. on you. That's the problem with 4chan. The internet has a lot of things. You know, Facebook, Google, 4chan, Omegle, <laughs> it, it's all there. <laughs> All the essentials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. But all this brings up a very good point that we should probably at least discuss a little bit. Instagram right? workers? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. No, Shut up, Mike. continue. I'm curious. I'm like, what we need to understand about the definition of nerd. Oh, again? We, that's, that's the thing, though. It's it, broad. No, it, it is. is. It is very... and, and I guess that goes back to where we were starting in the very beginning. What is your definition or when did you go down the rabbit hole? Because no matter what, ultimately, it brings down one thing that it crosses every single border. Regardless of what you're into, you're it's a just nerd. enthusiasm. It, about it's enthusiasm about are. the fandom. Well, the... It, is, it, is, it is your like blanket thing of how much do I embrace this subject or event or style. Well, I guess I was born into it, bred in by it. You know, didn't even know about the real life till I was already a man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good job, sir. Good job. That's that's exactly what I said from the very beginning. That's why I said, fuck it, everybody is a nerd for that exact reason. Because the definition of it is so broad, we're all passionate about something. We all love something. We all like to share what we're passionate about to other people, whether they want to see our Pokemons or not. (laughs) That sounds really dirty. Check out my Pokemons. (laughs) Hey, babe, do you play Pokemon? But but I really want to know about that lucky Growlithe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. No shit. Hey, Before we hey girl, started. can I check out your Bulbasaur? Yeah! <laughs> oh, that's, not even a, that's not even a good pun. I'm using that pick line tonight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Better yet, better yet. Hey, girl, can I see my Mew? I'll show you my Mew, too. <laughs> see, that's better. That's better. Excellent yeah, wordplay, like, Tim. Excellent. No, but, uh, literally, as Anthony was trying to come out and say, we, we were we were just before uh, setting up the cast, we, we were actually trading Pokemon, Pokemon going. Oh, my God. <laughs> and making sure we got our friend codes exchanged. How long we were we Pokemoning for today, John? So, oh, my God. That's, that's the thing. Today, we started around... <laughs> and you guys what, went without one? me. <laughs> you were at work. You were at work. I was at work. I was, Damn it, I was just being responsible, yeah. dog. What the fuck's wrong? We found the Electabuzz nest, so you know what? <laughs> right near my work. It's like, no. it's like Kick Rocks, Anthony. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> There's still an Electabuzz nest back here? Yeah, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. cycle through. Yeah, yeah. they do. They, they kind of go through all that. But that's the thing, though. Look at Pokemon Go! Look at Pokemon Go! It started a whole new revolution of Pokemon just yeah, by go, itself. Go Fest is now a vacation spot. Yes. Like... People people plan that shit next to when they're planning to go to fucking Burning Man now. And it's fucking ridiculous. And that's a good question. And I'll, and I'll pose that out to the audience and everyone here at this table. If uh, you want to go to, have you already experienced, or would you want to, a main, uh, you know, vacation spot that has to do with your fandom, that has to do with the geek culture? Obviously, myself, like I said, I'm you over. You love zip lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not not those. I mean, if I could zip line as a Star Wars character, or that's Superman, even better. Or Superman. Or Superman. Yeah. <laughs> attach it to the back, and I would fly through the air, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and do that. Absolutely. Anybody who owns a zip line company just immediately start handing out capes and being able to prop somebody up to where they can fly. They're not going to be able to do that. It'll get, cut, it'll get caught in the thing, so they can't. Oh, yeah. I've asked. <laughs> He's tried. But what, what, what about you, Baylog? Have you experienced or would you like to experience and what so for something that really embraces your fandom? Like, I, oh, we, we know you've gone sure. to cons, but is when, that your thing? Uh, cons not necessarily my thing. When I went to Japan, though, there's a Gundam Bastard. mall. There's a Gundam a mall. Gundam mall. Boy. Yes. Explain that to us, please. I would like to hear about this Gundam Mall. Well, first off, you get there, there's a seven-story-tall uh, Gundam seven wing. Story. I'm already intrigued. Yeah, looks <laughs> great. Already uh, sold. Already <laughs> buying the tickets. That's like there the Evangelion <laughs> subway. You have to get up to the seventh floor to even get to, like, the the fandom box, is what I like to call it, because it's just Gundam wherever you look, and it's all... It's it's every ca- every category, every season that's ever come out, and they have their own sections. For every everything. one of them. Oh my Everyone. And, and that was enthusiastic. Just me. I was off the wall with how happy I was to be there. Yeah, you, so. want, you want to talk about fandoms and just nerddom? That's pretty much like the birthplace. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like uh, you thought that pe- for people who are really astonished with um, 
comic books, DC, Marvel, stuff like that, the U.S. and what it holds for its little bits and that Disney is kind of creating is obviously just a small step compared to what embraced fandom that the Japanese have in areas like that. Like I said, you, you've seen... We're learning from them. <laughs> yeah, we're learning from them in a deep way. It, I, my uh, my buddy Jeff, who has been on the cast, he he has seen the Evangelion-like subway. They, they actually get you in little pods that look like you're going into an Ava. Really? But the thing is, the only locals are allowed to go on it. Only locals. Fuck. You can go over there and like see it and be like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. But from what I understand, only locals are allowed to hey, experience it. Japan Bullshit. is very much about this this whole just idea. Like, if you go to Tokyo, you can be Mario in the Mario Kart world. Yeah. You could drive around in little scooters and Throw shells. Oh my god. I want to throw foam shells though at a girl and like pick her up and well, like, it, up in the back. That, <laughs> Maybe? <that's, laughs> I, I, I want you to know, you ruined my last question. I wanted to let oh. everyone talk, but now I don't want to hear any of these fucking bums. <laughs> <laughs> Your story beats everybody else. Nobody's everyone stopping else. it. I'm done with these assholes. That's <laughs> no, great. No. I have to get my word in. Yeah. Just like I, have to, I just have to do everything else. No, but Tim, what about you? Have you have you ex- been able to experience a fandom vacation that you really enjoyed or that you wanted to always kind of get to or anything like that? I mean, most of my vacations, aside from just being around the state we live in and a few other states, they haven't been really about nerd culture. They've just been about nature and shit. Stuff like that. But, I mean, I would love to go to Japan for that anime nerd culture. I am into that, and that is on my list. So that is something I would love to experience. Yeah. Anthony, what about you? I can't say anything about, like, a dream vacation that I can honestly think of, other than maybe just being able to travel the world, maybe to different conventions. Um, but what I'm going to try and do this this uh, near the end of the year is I'm trying to really work out to where I can go to Halloween Horror Nights and also, do it around the same time that Spooky Empire is coming out. Spooky Empire. Yeah, it's actually one of, and I, this is what's funny is I haven't even heard of it until recently, but it's apparently it's a huge horror convention. Huh. They actually have some pretty big names, like Robert England's been there like a million times over. Where is that located? It's in Orlando. Really? I, exactly. I'm just like, what the fuck? Orange County? County? It's, it's really? Orange County. Well, I don't think, I think it's the Orange County Convention Center, but it's in that area. It's in Orlando. It's in a, it's a big convention. What, huh. Halloween Hornets? No. No, 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 no. Spooky Empire. Oh. But I don't know why I've never heard of it before. I've heard of like Walker Stalker Con. Well, how long has it been around? Uh, for a while now, apparently. Yeah. But oh. so I'm really trying my best to try and work it out because Alhunter and I want to go to uh, Halloween Horror Nights because we both love Halloween Horror Nights and it's been a while since we've gone. But I'm really trying to work it out so we can kind of do both at the same time. Right. <laughs> right. Good luck. Understandable. <laughs> and then, of course, Mike, what about yourself? Uh, what, what, have you been able to go to an event that's really driven by your fandom or do you have an event that you want to go to that's really driven by your fandom? So, I had heard that there is... All right, a... time's up. <laughs> <laughs> there, is a, there is a very Star Wars-centric convention. Okay. And Celebration? So, I'm already on board. Let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to go to that specifically. Um, I want to go to that, and I want to be able to meet certain people from the Star Wars universe. The one... <clears throat> The one that I'm really excited for is, I think, not this year, but next year, Ray Park will be there. Okay. Um, so, Darth Maul. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it. All I got was the other thing in the... Yeah. So, there, there's a, there's another, there's another 
Star Wars centric movie out there called Fanboys. And if you haven't seen it, see it because it's it's just hilarious and it involves some of the people that you really wouldn't not necessarily always expect to be in a, a Star Wars fan kind of movie um in, including Kristen Bell who I absolutely love and I if if it wasn't for Jack Scepter I I would be there that would be that'd be my thing right there god I love that girl um anyways <clears throat> need a moment yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. I always need a moment. His, his, We're gonna, uh, his dream as, relationship is Kristen Bell and Matt Mercer. So <laughs> don't worry, mine's Mila Kunis, just her, <laughs> just Mila Kunis. While while we banter on about how Mike is going to have a moment, you may hear a slight disturbing pause and then restart to this podcast because <laughs> Mike will take a moment and then be right back. <laughs> Please continue, Mike. Damn Since you've been gone, gone for a while. <laughs> Asshole. Um, so, anyways, um, it's it's a very cute movie, and it, it very much involves the whole like idea of there being like a Star Wars event going on, and it involve it revolves around Phantom Menace coming out and uh-huh. someone who had who is being diagnosed with cancer and only has a sh- short amount of time to live. It's it's kind of weird movie premise actually, but they go to they go to see the first uh, showing of or they go to steal the real copy of I yeah, think I've seen it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I steal they it. steal the real from Fan or they try to steal the real of Phantom Menace from Skywalker Ranch. And <laughs> sounds very familiar. I think yeah. I'm yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you will not recognize Kristen Bell in this movie because she's where like she dyed her hair black and she looks freaking adorable as all hell in this movie. Opposed to any other time? <laughs> <laughs> Blonde and highly adorable versus dark hair and highly adorable. It's it's one of those things. I can't control myself. Man. Um, Once again, you need a moment. I do. Um, but it, it, it's one of those movies, and it revolves around the premise of and Ray Park is in it. He actually plays the like head security guard at Skywalker Ranch, which I fucking love because Ray Park is a goddamn ninja in real life. Like people don't realize this about him. Like he choreographed the first X-Men movie. He was Toad in the first X-Men movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, he was the head choreographer on that film, and that's how he got the part on in X-Men, the first movie. And then pretty much same thing happened with Star Wars, except they actually <laughs> cast him as Darth Maul, because mm-hmm. we, we don't need you to say a lot. We just need you to We fight. just need you to fight. We just need, we need your flippy ninja skills. be a badass. <laughs> yeah. Badass. I think, I, I legitimately think that if it wasn't for Ray Park, Darth Maul would not have been that impactful as a character. And, and I, I, I seriously, as far as Phantom Menace goes, that was the most redeemable section of <laughs> yes. Phantom Menace is the, is, Darth Maul. Although I will, I do have to chime in that Sam Witwer did an amazing job of carrying that character throughout the animated series. They got Sam Witwer to do, which is weird because isn't Sam Witwer also also the voice of Palpatine? Really? Yep. That's my boy. He's blasting himself. (laughs) Wasn't he also the main character from Force Unleashed? Yes. Oh, as well. Just, yeah, that's um, Sam Witwer's um, body type too. Like they, 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 they modeled it after him, him and he was the voice. Yeah, wow. that's funny. That because I love Sam Witwer. I actually was one of the few people who watched the American version Star of Star Wars. Um, yeah, wow. Okay, he's got being human. Talent, being but human. That, that's yeah. the thing. And, I love and, that show, and that's what I kind of want to close this out with: is the fact that you have something like that. You have someone who is so driven within their fandom that they've gone as far as making sure, hey, body type. Voice acting one, two, 
all about it. And you know what? That also comes around to all the fans. Because the fans, whether from young all the way up to old, you have your fandom. You got sucked in one way or the other. And whether in the beginning that was unaccepted, or you slowly start to see this rise of what is nowadays and what we've seen for the fandom and how it's more accepted. You can go anywhere, do anything, and enjoy exactly what you want to do. And not take shit for it. Because if you're taking shit for it, then they're doing it wrong, not you. But with that being said, we actually would want to roll this out for today. Again, Tim, it's always a pleasure to have you on the cast. Baylog, I know this is your first time coming out. I hope you enjoyed the banter that kind of goes oh, on with this. I know you're normally here when we normally do some bullshit anyway, so it was great to have you on. Hope you enjoyed it. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, comment, review, and subscribe. And if you're listening to this podcast on one of our many providers, whether it be Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or even now Spotify, also be sure to check out our YouTube channels. We've got a lot of great content on there as well. Head on over and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of the other social media listed down below. Don't forget to join us on Discord. To chat with the Ready Comics Roll crew and other rollers. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch for random live streams throughout the week. If you'd like to see this channel grow, don't forget we have a Patreon page. You can come on over and become a supporter today.